When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Frank Isola, Sarah Spain, Israel Gutierrez, Clinton Yates. NFL owners, you want to hire your own coach with no coaching experience, your prerogative. But please enroll in Reality School of Madden Clock Management, featuring classes in time, time history, time theory, and appreciation. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. Also, USA 1, Iran 0, the men's national team advancing in the World Cup. Let's go around the horn. There is nothing in life like the last minutes of group stage when stoppage time is robust. It, there's a moment in the 98th minute here where Matt Turner does everything he can. He comes out and the ball is still trickling away and it's Walker Zimmerman clearing it out. And that holds up the one nothing result for the U.S. men's national team. It holds up Christian Pulisic's moment, his goal in the 38th off the desk assist, a moment he and the nation waited a lifetime for, and for it to come full sprawl out in front of the net. He was down for two minutes after. He was subbed out later with an abdominal injury. That is how the U.S. advances to the knockout stage versus the Netherlands Saturday morning. Frank Isola, around the horn to you. How did this happen? And let's remember, going into today, the U.S. men's program had won a total of eight World Cup games. That's how big of a moment this was. And Christian Pulisic, remember, four years ago, didn't get to play in the World Cup because we didn't qualify. He just scored the biggest goal for this program since Landon Donovan's uh, injury time goal 12 years ago. I thought the lineups that Greg Berhalter put together worked. I thought Sargent up top was great. Late in the game, he put in, put in Walker Zimmerman, who seemed to win every head ball. And then how about Matt Turner, the pride of New Jersey and Fairfield, has only conceded one goal, and that was a Gareth Bale penalty kick. Nothing in the run of play. Israel Gutierrez, how did this just happen? Yeah, so this was a team that coming into the World Cup, you look at their, they're young, they're talented, they're athletic. We just didn't have a great feel for how they were playing or whether their strategy was proper or matched up to their ability. Now what we see is in that first half against Wales, hey, they were kind of playing to their potential. In that entire game against England, yep. yeah, they're playing to that potential. And in this game against Iran, you just knew that if they played individually, said, hey, I know if I play to my potential and full effort, we should be better than this Iranian team. And, you know, they were. And in the end there, surviving all those attacks from the Iranian team. Like, I know when, when Landon Donovan hit that 12 years ago, we all felt amazing. But imagine how much of a gut punch it would have been if one of those would have gone in this year. Just the opposite feeling, but way worse. So it's just that sigh of relief. And it's just, whew, we go on to Saturday. Sarah Spain. 
Yeah, to Izzy's point, that first half was what we've seen from them when they've been at their best. They possessed the ball, they created space, they had lots of chances. Pulisic's goal is huge. But the second half, they were honestly lucky to avoid an equalizer. The strategy they took, which was a lot of defensive play and just trying to avoid getting, you know, giving up a goal, didn't necessarily make me feel very comfortable down the stretch. But Walker Zimmerman was huge in getting the ball. I also want to add something really quick. When we were talking about the U.S. Soccer's monumental equal pay decision, one of the things we talked about was revenue sharing and how that would make the U.S. men and women truly one team. Well, with this win, even if the men lose in the round of 16, the women's team just made more money from this than they did in winning the World Cup in 2015 and 2019 combined as a women's team. So that one team thing is paying off on both ends right now with this men's success. And Clinton Yates on USA 1, Iran 0. I do think this is a situation where the youth of this team came through in droves. They were simply more match fit than Iran by a lot. That team looked like – Iran had one of the worst games I've seen in a long time at this tournament, and they took advantage of that. I like the way Musa looked on the field. And overall, though, I do think that what this team has to figure out is what Izzy talked about. Are you just going to go for go for broke every single time? Is there going to be strategy? Are you even fielding the best players on your team in the right lineups? I don't know about that going forward in terms of who they put together. We still haven't seen Reyna on the pitch which I think is going to be an interesting situation for the Netherlands because you've got to be at your best to beat the best. And the Netherlands is our team that already beat Senegal in this tournament who advanced as well. The U.S. hasn't played a team this good yet as far as I'm concerned in terms of their, you know, top form. We're going to really? see how it Okay, goes so you wouldn't Richmond. say the result versus England, a tournament hmm. favorite, or by some measures a tournament favorite, was it? Okay, I'll allow for that. Clinton has some consternation here, Frank, with Berhalter's yeah. lineups, with the way well, – I mean, <laughs> it's a win, it's an advance. It was, it was a little yeah. sweaty in the end there, so please well, – well, let's, <laughs> let's also remember, we do not know about Christian Pulisic's availability for Saturday, nor do we know about Sargent. I will tell you this. The Burhalter family and the Reyna family are very close. So if I don't think it's something internal, I think that the guy is legitimately hurt. Maybe he cannot play 90 minutes. I don't know what the situation is there. But again, you can't complain about Greg Burhalter's lineup in a game that they needed to win that first half. They came out, come on. Everyone was watching it. They were the better side. They were attacking. They were creative. I don't like, listen, they're, they're holding on for dear life, and there were some nervy moments. But Matt Turner, when they needed it, made saves. And guess what? Guess how the sport works. You need to be lucky. They were a little bit lucky in the last 10 minutes. Gutierrez, back in. Yeah, I mean, Carter Vickers was a star, the first, starter, uh, first start of this tournament. He played well. And so I think it's, it's hard to, to really criticize the, the decisions and the substitutions. You know, guys coming in when the other team is on attack, it's difficult to really uh, adjust to that situation. So I don't, I don't know if Burhalter has been making bad decisions here. I think it's been pretty, pretty, pretty strong choices, and so far it's been consistent play. Gutierrez, I agree. Match to match, I think Burhalter has done the right thing. I just feel like overall, between the 11s they've named, I don't know that I've looked at a team that I thought could advance another round in the knockout stages. A little bit more, though, on the moment for Christian Pulisic, Sarah Spain. After not qualifying, and we all know, would, would that hold him back and the season he's had in Chelsea the last two years, to have this goal to be injured during it? Yeah, to sacrifice potentially parts of his body that a uh, future Pulisics uh, might rely on to exist. Uh, it certainly seemed like that was part of that play beyond the abdominal injury. But yeah, it's huge. I mean, the future of American soccer, the present of American soccer, the great hope of uh, of, of this sport in this country, and to show up on the biggest stage like this, it's and massive. And Frank Isola. Yeah, remember now, we've only scored two goals in the three games. 
Next round, clearly, you know, if you're tied at the end of 90, you play overtime. It could go into penalty kicks as well. But we got to start getting some goals. I love the way Sargent played. I thought his hold-up play was tremendous. His touch was very good. Dest out wide, who had the assist. I thought he was really strong. I think they gained momentum. The thing that's going to concern me, again, is the injuries. We don't know about Pulisic. Great moment for him. He didn't even get to celebrate it. He was on the crown, injured the poor guy. So who knows about him on Saturday? <laughs> and there was also, I mean, one nothing. It was sweaty at the end. There was also the disallowed goal for offsides, which was about a kneecap. A kneecap. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Tough one. Yeah. They didn't review it either. I know there was some consternation while you were watching Sarah and Clinton survive and advance and look good doing it with Dest on the field, right, Israel? Look good doing it. All right. It you don't think he looks like absolutely. He does. He does. We'll move on. NFL, Steelers 24, Colts 17. In these two-minute drill, we're going to try to show you the three straight plays with running clock, but we might not even have time for that. So (laughs) you can say, aha, this is what you get for hiring a coach with no experience, but every coach screws this up. A fact Jeff Saturday himself pointed out when he was in a studio right across the way. So after the game, Saturday saying, I didn't feel like – Time was really of the essence at the moment today. Said maybe he should have taken a timeout. Clinton, was time an issue? Was this Saturday not knowing what to do or poor execution? Time was an issue only in the sense that it made a decision on what plays you were going to actually call. I didn't have that much of a problem with him trusting his veteran quarterback to get down the field. You need a touchdown anyway. But the actual play calling was the problem. You gave yourself no shots at the end zone and you didn't even take any. That's what I didn't understand about that. If you're going to be sitting there and saying, okay, we're going to use up all the time, you at least have to make an attempt to get down the field in a major way. That never really happened. They got one big run from Matt Ryan, in which I thought you might have called a timeout just so that the old guy could catch his breath. But they didn't do that either, and they ended up not even getting a shot to get towards anything. It was really too bad. Sarah, did you see this as poor execution or did you see this as a new coach not knowing what to do? I want to say poor execution. I want to give Saturday the benefit of the doubt that he knew and thought about the timeouts, but for whatever reason believed that that tempo might catch the other team off balance or that Matt Ryan might be a veteran enough quarterback enough to lead the way. But unfortunately, you had a first-time play caller. You're a first-time coach. You have a team that hasn't been dominant offensively all game long. You should take timeouts and make sure you've got the right play called and everybody's set and knows what you're doing. You're not taking on Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or someone on the opposing side that you're worried about leaving too much time for, much more important is you actually getting the first down and completing your side of the deal to get the game where you need it to be before you worry about the opponent. I don't know if that was in his mind, but it wasn't time that was the issue. It was the desire to stop, pause, and make sure you know what you're Okay, so you agree, though, it wasn't time that was the issue. Israel Gutierrez, did you see this as coach didn't know or just poor execution? Hmm. Well, first of all, time is always of the essence. Live every day like it's your last. Second of all, <laughs> look, they should have called the timeout after that Matt Ryan play because he was running around for 10 yards. And frankly, that's just abnormal for him at this stage. So you might want to just kind of bring everything together, calm everything down. But here's another reason why you're kind of playing a little, a little too fast and loose or a little too much with the time there is if you score with, let's say, 20 seconds left, it's, and you get the extra point. It's a tie game. It's not like the other team is going to be rushing to score. In fact, they're probably going to play for the overtime period. So it's okay to leave some time on the clock. You just got to make sure you're together and you have the proper plays called, as Sarah pointed out. First to your play caller, first time play caller. You might want to just go ahead and give it a second. All right, Frank, I saw I turned to you. There was a lot of, um, well, focus on the Saturday hire three weeks ago and that these yep. situations would come up where a coach with no experience would struggle in. Is that what you saw last night? Yeah. 
Yeah, I like when Clinton said the old guy to catch his breath. I thought he was talking about me for a moment. But everyone's right. You have to call the timeout there on the run by Matt Ryan. You have to call it there. The third down play was terrible. But if you're Jeff Saturday, you're not playing against Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Why are you so worried about how much time is going to be left when, if and when they get the ball back? Just you have to score. That's your main objective. Not worrying about some neophyte quarterback, what he may be able to do with 30 seconds on the clock. You have to call the timeout after the Matt Ryan run. Glenn Yates back in. I just wanted to say Pickett looks kind of good in this game. He's got much more of a cannon than I realized and was completing some passes separately from the matter of the Colts. Steelers got a little something. Uh-huh. I need to pick it. Darius Bain. <laughs> That's the quarterback you're yeah, trying to fall away from. <laughs> it's true. He looked good to me, and he looked like I'm going to be pretty frustrated if this Steelers team finds their next quarterback immediately like that when there's so many places that have been looking for a long time. Everybody wants the aha moment, though, (laughs) to say, ah, this is why you shouldn't hire. I don't think any NFL coach gets that right. That's just being honest. I don't think any coach gets it right. That's why you go to reality school of modern clock management where you learn time, time theory, time appreciation. Time. I'm stretching. Yes, yes. A little nepotism <laughs> for the reality family. You see where I'm going with it. Like this. the Judge Judy meme. We'll be back anyway, with Fire Cell. Doing it right now. <laughs> Around the Horn is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Buy or sell one, Deion Sanders offered the Colorado job. The source in that story, Deion Sanders. He also said there's others interested, quote, attention ain't nothing new to me, end quote. And he said he came up with the word braggadocious. So (laughs) consider all that as Jackson State 11-0 for the SWAC championship versus Southern Saturday. Clinton, what is the play for Dion here with interest from Power 5 schools? 
You know, I've been down there to see how he runs his program, and they're operating at a level of excellence that I think would not befit him running off to some team that is in a conference that may or may not actually be Power 5 in the next couple seasons. As far as I'm concerned right now, Boulder, not a great job considering the level of excellence that Dion has brought back to Jackson State. Beefs with other SWAC guys aside in the league or whatever. I think that that dude is actually operating at a level of excellence that garners him a better position than that should he choose to leave. Sarah Spain. Yeah, a bit of a fumble brag on braggadocious, but he did use it correctly, so we'll give him a point for that at least. Uh, I actually agree with Clinton, and I think when he took the job at Jackson State, he talked a lot about wanting to show that there was an option for black athletes to go somewhere where they could have success, where they would be understood, where they would be welcome, and had been for quite some time, even if maybe the aesthetics and or the facilities weren't quite as good. I don't know if running off to a place like Colorado would be satisfying to him in the same way that Jackson State has. So if he's going to leave for another job, it probably, maybe he wants it to be both fulfilling, good money, and an opportunity to continue some of what he's done there. Gutierrez. Yeah, if he reached his goal at the HBCU that he's at currently, then Colorado's not going to be the best job available to him. In fact, given that he mentioned Colorado by name and didn't mention the others, I'm guessing he's already in talks with maybe more uh, interesting names. And we're not even done with the college football season yet and the college football firing, so there's going to be more options. This is just the beginning of what's probably going to be a busy offseason. But for Deion Sanders, there was some wonder whether he could commit to coaching, get the job done. Now he's with an 11-0 team in the SWAC. The debate about whether he's SWAC or or not, Frank Isola, how should Dion play this yeah. offseason? Dion Sanders once played in an NFL game and then at night played in a Major League Baseball playoff game. <laughs> you think that Colorado's big enough to time? <laughs> Dion Sanders is thinking at Florida State, well, hang on. Jeff Saturday got an NFL job. Why can't I get an NFL job? <laughs> I have experience. He's probably thinking, I'm waiting for the I Cowboys to collapse. I'll take that job. Sarah, you called it a fumble brag. That prime didn't fumble brag. That prime, prime. That's what happened there. We'll move on. (laughs) Buy or sell two. He didn't play in that Braves game, Frank. After a thoughtful, thorough, and well-vetted search, we ended where we started with Hugh Freeze. Of all the candidates we considered, Hugh was the best fit. Fit has several meanings, but the most important factors were student-athlete development, football strategy, and recruiting and SEC experience. So that was Auburn AD John Cohen. Freeze his season with Liberty 8-4. He signed an eight-year extension a month ago. He resigned from Mississippi in 2017 after university officials discovered he made phone calls to escort services. And later there was NCAA probations attached to him as well. Sarah Spain, how does Auburn hiring Freeze come off? They said they ended where they started, but I think the theme of college football is how many times a guy is given a new start when we presumed that he had seen his end. And I am sick of people saying, that guy's never getting hired again. Well, that's the last time for this guy, because it never matters what you do and how bad it is. You just disappear for long enough and rehab your image. By that, I mean don't do anything meaningful at all. Just go somewhere less important for a while, and then you'll come back and get a big job. And Hugh Freeze is just the latest example of that. I'm sure he'll win some football games, but it just proves to us for the billionth time that these are not leaders of men and these are nothing more than people who are making boosters money. Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is currently getting roasted over a tweet response, and let's just say this again, he should be. Um, You know, casual homophobia and casual misogyny in in our conversations every day really need to take those out. 
but he's getting roasted over this. Hugh Freeze just got a new job after everything we just talked about, after those DMs to uh, Jane Doe at the time who accused the AD of sexual assault. Like, there's a lot going on here, and we're just looking the other way for Auburn because he's a great offensive mind. Do you know how many great offensive mind football coaches there are out there? You didn't actually interview everybody. You didn't really vet the whole process. You just made a concession, and it's Hugh Freeze. Frank Isola. Molding young men, at, uh, you know, graduation rates, it sounds great at the press conference. He is there for one reason, to win football games. And when he was at Ole Miss, he beat Nick Saban in Alabama. That's a big thing on his And resume. is that okay That's for Auburn? Auburn? Frank. I, Auburn has proven it's just about winning. I mean, look at – they get rid of coaches the way NFL teams do. They have no problem – Paying off. I mean, if your kid was going to school there, realize that part of your tuition is going to a coach's uh, payment buyout. Clinton Yates. Yeah, Frank's right about this. Auburn is officially a renegade program, and it's kind of embarrassing overall. But I am quite cynical, largely, about how this looks for college football, you know, in general. As I've said before on this program, what's a brother got to do to get a job? Kind of like Williams, a guy, a well-known guy who played there, got a chance. And I'm not saying he had to be the guy, but I'm just mean it feels like the old boy club is as alive and well as ever at Auburn, emphasized by the fact that a guy who we remember from being in a hospital bed coaching a football game is now the head coach there. Come on. Well, I don't know if that's what he's remembered for. That is one of the things, but that's not what we're talking about. Sarah Spain, last word. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure it was clear from what Izzy said that the accusations of sexual assault were at liberty and that the AD did not handle them correctly, not that he was the one who had done the sexual assaulting. Just to make clear, either way, Hugh Freeze diving into DMs to defend that stuff is a mess. Thank you for that clarification. Sarah Spain, thanks for your time today. Israel Gutierrez, Frank Isola, showdown, two minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Around the Horn is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Andrew Nemhard, Pacers rookie, hitting a three at the buzzer with LeBron closing out. That's a story for life, man. Indy coming back from 17 down in the final 10 minutes to beat the Lakers last night. Coach Darvin Ham, Los Angeles coach, took blame for the loss. Israel, you credit Indy or blame the Lakers? 
Well, I'm going to credit Indy here just because they're actually a pretty good team. But if you look at Benedict Matherin, who said when he got drafted, LeBron's going to have to show me he's better than me. He had more right. points, better shooting percentage, <laughs> more rebounds. What are you saying? What are you saying? I like the heat, though. I like it. It's spicy. I'm going to credit Tyrese Halliburton. That assist that on the game-winning basket, over three games, that was number 40. Guess how many turnovers he had over that same span? Zero. <laughs> 40 assists, zero turnovers wow. over three games. Lots of like for a team to come back from 17 down. And that doesn't happen in the last 10 minutes. Got to like the effort from Indy. We'll move on. Kelly Oubre last night did the two small taunt down 28 to the Celtics. Frank, is that good petty, bad petty, or just sad? It's absurd is what it is. He was a minus 37 in the game. This is a guy that wore out his welcome with the Warriors. With the Warriors of all teams. Come on. Israel. You want to talk about jumping the shark. I think this might have jumped the shark. Not only because it was Kelly Oubre who did it in a blowout loss, but it's kind of like almost natural. You just turn around and you just do the symbol. I think you got to fight that instinct these days. You're jumping the shark. What happens if the shark's too small? And you jump the shark and the shark's too small. Israel Gutierrez, 30 seconds of FaceTime. <laughs> Well, there was a scary injury yesterday when Carl Anthony Towns went down. When it looked initially, maybe some people thought it was an Achilles. Turns out to be a calf strain. He's out four to six weeks. This could be a blessing in disguise, however, for the Wolves, who have been struggling to find out the right chemistry with Rudy Gobert. A lot more pick and rolls with Rudy Gobert, especially with D'Angelo Russell, who their connection has not been very good this season. Perhaps they'll actually figure something out when they get Cat back in there and be the team we thought they were. Israel, you had the right look for today. Great look. American hero, Israel Gutierrez. We'll see you tomorrow. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.